Welcome to the Hoffmantown Church Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's message from Hoffmantown Church. Do you desire to have a heart that is after God's own heart? We looked at creation, and God created the heavens and the earth. And I love John chapter 1, where he talks about the logos, the word of God. Christ himself spoke the world into existence. And now he holds all things together, the power of his word, the power of his might. Abraham and David were tremendous men. You look at their lives and you watch what God did in and through them. You look at how they lived their lives and how they trusted the Lord and they believed in God and all the different circumstances that they went through. Abraham didn't even know where he was going. And in the midst of it, God called him out and he obeyed and he responded and he said, yes, Lord. He was persuaded and he left and he began to go to a place that he didn't even know where he was headed. God had promised him that he would show him where that place was. And he ended up showing him. And Abraham, it says in the Bible, believed. And it was credited to him as righteousness. Abraham made many mistakes. He sinned. He had sin. But he believed. David was a tremendous king. One of the great kings of Israel. But as we heard, he too sinned. He too needed a savior. Both Abraham and David recognized that they needed to be cleansed. They knew that they needed to be forgiven. They knew they needed God's salvation. And so they looked forward to the coming of what is called the seed. And Paul tells us in Galatians that that seed is Christ. Abraham was promised a descendant. It was singular. It was a seed. It was the Lord Jesus Christ himself. And Abraham looked forward to that moment because he knew that he needed a savior. He knew he needed to be cleansed. He knew that he needed the blood of Christ to cleanse him for forgiveness. He believed. David, in the midst of it all, Psalm 51, one of the greatest psalms, where he asks for a clean heart and he begs the Lord, don't leave me. He recognized that he too needed a savior. And the Lord had promised David that he would have a descendant that would sit on the throne eternally. And David looked forward to that day as well because he knew that he needed to be cleansed. He needed to be forgiven. He needed what only God could accomplish through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. When we look at these two men and we recognize their role in the history of humanity and we recognize how God began to orchestrate from the very moment that Adam and Eve sinned, he began to orchestrate the completion of salvation, how he would interject and how he would accomplish his plan in order to make sure that everybody here would have the opportunity to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. It's amazing. To watch. There are many prophecies given to us in the Old Testament about the Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ literally himself fulfilled them all. I love hearing the, the story about how the Lord came to this earth for me. Because I need a Savior. What's your journey? What's your story? What's God doing in your life? What has he done in your life? The Bible's very clear 
He says in John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, his one-of-a-kind unique son, that whoever does what? Believes, believes, is persuaded, is persuaded, fully recognizing that he alone is able to save, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And I love what he goes on to say in verse 17. He says, for God has not sent his son into the world that he may judge the world, but that the world may be what? Saved through him. In John chapter 1, verse 12, he says, but as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God. And then he clarifies it and he makes it very clear, even to those who believe in his name, upon him, who are persuaded We saw it at the beginning of creation. We recognize it. God knew that he needed to send a son to rescue each and every one of us, to provide himself as an offering, as a sacrifice. How does love win? Christ went to the cross and he gave his life for each and every one of us so that when we believe in him, we might have everlasting life. I love the story of the jailer in Philippi. This man was distraught. He thought he was going to die because he thought that Paul and Silas were going to be able to escape. And they're still there. They've been praising God even in the midst of being beaten and all the different things that they went through unfairly, unjustly. And he cries out to Paul and he says, what must I do to be saved? And Paul's beautiful, awesome, phenomenal statement is believe on the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved. Would you close your eyes for a moment and just bow your heads? What's God doing in your life? Maybe you're here today and you believe in Jesus, but you don't know that you have a personal relationship with him. You believe that he's good, you believe that he's a good man, you believe that he came, You know something about him, but you don't know him. Are you fully persuaded that you need him? That he is everything? That he's the only way of salvation? What's God doing in your life? Do you sense God's presence this morning? Do you sense him drawing you to himself? If you don't know him, he wants to know you. He does know you. When he went to that cross, he was thinking about each and every one of us because he created us. He spoke the world into existence. He wants us to be rescued, to be saved, to be forgiven. That's why he went to the cross. Are you willing to believe in him this morning? To receive him for who he truly is? To be forgiven of sin? And the only way that God has provided, which is through the blood of his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. The resurrection's a fact. That's why we celebrate on Sunday. That's why we celebrate Resurrection Day, Easter. Because there is an empty tomb, because Jesus did rise again from the dead. He proved that he's the Lord. He proved that he's able to save because of who he is. Are you persuaded this morning in him? Maybe you sense the Lord's drawing you. You've never 
prayed to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. And I, I want you in the quietness of your own heart, your own mind, if you believe that the Lord Jesus Christ came to this earth in order to go to the cross to shed his blood so that you may be forgiven and you believe him and you trust him alone for that salvation and you've never prayed to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to just in your own heart pray after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins rose again from the dead. Please come into my life. Thank you for forgiving my sins and giving me eternal life. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Hoffmantown Church Podcast. We'd love to hear how God is working in your life. Everyone has a story. Please tell us yours. Visit www.hoffmantown.org and click on the Tell Us Your God Story link on the homepage to share yours with us. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and we hope you will join us next week.